Should we make sure it's recording? It's recording. Should we make sure? Because last time we got clapped. No, that was when we were that was when we were using the Vimeo. Oh, that was this is different. Okay. We're using right. Google Meet. So let's hit it with the three, two, one. Here. Here. <laughs> I'm including all of that intro in the intro. What's good? I'm chilling. It's been a minute and a half. Yeah, with these headphones, this shit made me look fully bald. It blends in. Did you oh, get the, the fresh cut from the the uh the celebrity? spot, bro? The spot. The celebrity? Oh nah, he quit. Really? Yeah, I mean he works he works out at my gym. I was like, what's good? He's like, yo, he's Canadian. He was like, I don't know why that matters, but he's like important, he's like, honestly important to think. When you hear him talk. Because I was hearing him tell me shit, and he sounds Canadian as fuck. He's like, "Yeah, like, me and my girl saying like ratchet, ratchet things," and he's like, "Eh, like, <laughs> yeah." He's like, "I do porn, bro." Eh? Like, I know that was a horrible Canadian accent, but he's like, "Yeah, I'm uh, my girl and I are traveling like all over Europe. We're gonna rent a van and shoot OnlyFans." And I'm like, "Bet, do you OnlyFans? <laughs> OnlyFans? <man. laughs> That's, That's the episode. OnlyFans. OnlyFans." um but yeah it's a minute i know we did one last week but it doesn't feel like we did one last week yeah i i think we haven't had any like catch up in between the, the two so which we usually yeah. have which i feel like it's like the, the the show before the show yeah i mean i feel like we've just been dumb busy like yeah i've been getting like i guess we'll start there what you been up to um this week yeah it was busy so we had this big uh work event where they flew everyone in from around the world, India, Mexico, uh, Europe, like all over for like one big company party. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Like, I think something like, I want to say like 1500 people showed up for the week and they put everyone up in hotels and whatever. And yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of cool work events, meet, meeting people in person, seeing people like taller, shorter. And then like the, everything came to final part of the whole week was at this like huge huge party like you rented out this venue that i think could handle like five thousand people um cool warehouse in queens and made like tons of food drinks djs and cool like things to do so um yeah it was a lot of fun and whatever they spent on it it was worth it many multiples because it was like definitely a good bonding experience for the team and just like rallied the troops for, for the company so um mm -hmm. yeah overall that was like main parts of, of my week what about you i've been working a lot um i think i'm i'm putting in probably above i'm just putting in a very solid amount of effort to uh sort of be good at my job like learn as quickly as as well as i can like complete tickets sort of at a higher expectation of what they might have for a new hire in terms of like quality and speed and uh yeah i've been just working a lot and part of that is just like fucking with the new job but also like you know bear market and crypto likely recession that we're already in um I don't know. The more paranoid part of myself is just like make yourself indispensable, right, which, right. you know, certain things are out of our control, but that is what I'm thinking about. Sure. Um, 
And and what your strategy is just to be like as good as possible. I mean, I just think like, you know, if if the worst case scenario is being let go, you, you might not be able to deterministically like save yourself if a company comes to take drastic actions. Like it might just be out of your control, whether right, it's like right. they're, you know, downside. Need to, they yeah, they need to downside and stuff. But how do you, the question is, how do you improve the probability that Sure, sure. No, I understand drastic that. action. So yeah, I'm just like I'm just saying like, like what are you doing specific? Just like trying to yeah, be I mean take on a lot of responsibility, possible. like like do things like I've been like trying to write documentation for some of the stuff that is just not well ironed yet, like well laid out. Um obviously whatever things that my current experience in two months that Gemini could like have exposed me to, but sure. I think you know the, my manager's like happy with what's going what's going on, but more than that, like learning the inside of payments because we're doing a lot of stuff that at most bigger companies like will have already been done in terms of payments. So like laying down the foundation of you know expanding in different countries, for example, which I know is a thing that you're always doing, but we're like very beginning of doing that. You know, like sure. um, just a lot of cool stuff, and I think it's very valuable to learning all that stuff regardless of the job how come it's happening so like did they just move things like in-house or now they're just like focusing on expansion which they weren't doing um so the thing with the the thing with gemini like strategically (laughs) gemini like meeting like the winkle boss twins and sort of upper leadership the strategic approach I think has been okay if we take a step back i think there's a lot of like people in crypto in general that see crypto as like like the next huge fundamental shift in how society is organized right and i think there is some merit to that but i think a lot of the like hyper crypto heads maybe can have their heads in the clouds too much by not understanding like okay we live in a complex world the financial infrastructure is very complex getting shit done is not just you know going to be born out of idealism of like hey this is where we sure, want it to sure. go it like it takes problem. exactly so the, the winklevoss twins approach with gemini has been let's do things as Compliant, right? As compliant, as squared away with existing financial systems and like like legislative infrastructure as as is possible to do, and that strong foundation will allow us to capture market share when these other companies suffer the consequences of not doing that. You know, so their basic bet was, it's a great technology, and you know, they're I mean, they're Bitcoin billionaires, but at the same time, they're like, it's not this needs to be usable for real people. And yeah, I've exactly. Into, I've run into things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I so, so we are already in eight countries. Um, but something in Gemini we like to talk about is as an example of like how Coinbase invested a bunch of money and sort of uh, in opening up service in India. And sure. I believe in the first week or first month of them opening in India, the government was like, nah, this like yeah. we're not we're not down with it. So incredibly complex. So Gemini's expansion plan, my the the Winklevoss twins were saying this the other day in a call, like 
wait for countries to be ready for us. Sure. You know? No, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, very real when, when rubber meets the road. Yeah. So yeah. right now we're in eight countries and I think it's very much like a tortoise versus hare situation sure. uh, where strategically it sounds like the approach is very much feet on the ground. Do you guys do you guys use Stripe or no? Yeah. Uh, we Maybe we do. Much. I don't think so though. No. Um, interesting. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a. <clears throat> I was talking to David the other day, and just like there's a big difference between like you're saying, like like wanting something to work and making something work in reality. Mm -hmm. And like, there's a lot of facets when you're when you're talking about money, because money entails power, it entails like, governments need to know where money is moving. Like, there's a lot of, of complexity around that. And yeah, I think people are just gonna have to, we're just gonna have to slug through and, and figure these sort of, like tough problems out one by one. And that was something I was gonna, I had written down too, is like, tackling really hard things is a moat, like, and a great, strategic place to be in like if you're the company that's willing to do the slog work to you know make things compliant or um to handle like the prickly parts of payments like uh chargebacks things like that there's like various parts that are like very prickly and not fun to touch the companies that go in put their boots on and, and get it done like are gonna have a nice mode and do extremely extremely well because someone's gonna do it and yeah, it's just the work that needs to get done to make this, this stuff a reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and as far as I can tell, that is the approach that we're taking. Like, um, something I've, I've actually seen a lot of Gemini is uh, very much a focus on like doing things fast, but not at the sort of not trading, like growing according to sort of principles of scalability, you know, like not incurring a huge amount of tech debt, you know, sure. um, everything just has these, these like trade-offs, like you ever hear that book blitz scaling blitz scaling. Yeah. No, it's the founder of LinkedIn. And basically is just saying that some companies, like when it comes to like dominating market share, like you just need to, like, once you find product market fit, you just need to throw money nonstop and just grow, grow, grow. And like, any, by any means necessary to grow, like like Uber, Lyft, like you need to be like the dominant player, market effects take place, and then you like are this dominant player. Um, and it mm -hmm. sounds like, I feel like due to the legal hesitations and like the not real rush to adopt crypto, it's kind of allowing, yeah, where it doesn't need to be the case. Like, yes, there is an advantage of, of scaling really quickly, but yeah, it sounds like mm -hmm. there is uh, definitely an advantage to, yeah. it's not a disadvantage to not like scale like Thanks. So yeah, Christmas folks at work a lot. I started uh, reading, like I've said I was for the last three podcasts. Okay, I, I reread Flying Tracker's Guide to Life yeah, this yeah. past week. Um, Did it hit or no? Yeah, it hit. I mean, it's a great book. Yeah. Um, I, just, I actually just gifted it. Yeah? To Jacob. I sent it all the way over. That's fire. Um, yeah, it, I think it's... Uh, I think my biggest takeaway from it is 
And I think it's something that when I was 14, I was like afraid to like do something. And my friend Arsula, who was very much like a big brother to me growing up, I mean, he's still a big brother to me, uh, was like, trust that your future self will be able to figure it out right like, right now you're trying to anticipate how you're going to react don't worry about that like just make the decision now be present and you know at the point where some situation comes up that person will be able to handle it right and i carried that with me for a long time and has helped me tremendously in like decision making and just how to think about stuff um and this book the biggest takeaway is his whole thing is like a lot of us a lot of people stay stagnant and don't take actions because they don't know how what the whole picture is going to be before right. starting out right and there is something very sort of it seems like it seems naturally compelling to the human mind to not want to act until We've planned yeah, everything okay. out. But even when you start to verbalize it, it seems kind of ridiculous. Like you really like right. take a step back because it's like if you're going towards some sort of goal, most things that are like inspiring and people point their lives towards aren't figured out because no sure. one's done it before. And even if right. someone's done it similar like a similar thing that you want, they weren't you, like there isn't like a step by step like take step right. A and step B the way there is like getting a fucking account right. in college. I feel like there was something I was reading too. It's like all the best things that society has created hasn't come from someone figuring out these like grand plan and then like executing on it. I mean, maybe like Bitcoin is an exception to that, but there were many precursors too that probably led that ultimately led to it um, or attempts to make something like Bitcoin. Um, but like, if you think about like I don't know if you think about like a grid like a grid across the the country like an electrical grid across the country like if you if you could try to plan it out like it would be mind-blowingly hard but what they did was just like generate like put a generator and then like in that local area they had electricity and then like eventually this like patchwork system arrives and that's how it is and other countries like like you know china has like kind of leapfrog things where they've now they know how things can be done so they like redid their whole infrastructure and it's like well set up but like if you're trailblazing and you're like figuring things out, like it's going to be this iterative approach. And I totally agree. Like when you say it out loud, it's like stupid to think we can plan out these magnificent plans. But yeah, almost everything is yeah, some iterative approach. Facts. So what I like about the book is like, all j just look for the first trap. Like just, right. just look for the the next step. Don't worry about you know, 10 steps from now, what is the next step that'll get you closer to where you want to be? Because I actually don't think that's a hard question to answer. Um, because it could be something as small as like, I mean, he gives the example of, in the book, like he had a client uh, in his like coaching business that said like, oh, I have all these responsibilities. What I really want is just to like disappear for a month and have quiet time and alone time. Right. And he's like, okay, then you know what you need to do. Like, right, like you don't need to know what's going to come out after that, right? Because you can right. identify your mind is not fully clear, right. then you got a clearer mind, and you actually can't even figure out what's coming after that because it'll require a clear mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I it's think like, also. I, go ahead. That quote too that I really like from there. It's like it's like. I know, like, 
I know where I'm going, or I don't know where I'm going, but I know how to get there. Like, I think yeah. that's yeah, spot on. It's like, you get a sense of where you want to go, but you don't have to have like everything figured out. It's like, go and just follow what feels like you know, the right path. Yeah. And I think that's a that's an important, yo, do you ever have this feeling? I, I don't know if I've ever vocalized this to you before. When I think about like the most impactful things I've learned, whether it's through reading or through conversation or just insights I've had, I feel very much like, I feel like if I say this or verbalize it, it's not gonna make sense to anyone besides me. Speak it. No, but not out of like a, like a, like a, like almost like, like when you say it out loud, it's gonna be like no shit. You know, but things yeah, that yeah. Like, weren't no shit, like Ray, like sure. maybe it's just so like ingrained in us at this point. But I think we both experienced first reading Ray and being like, "Whoa, yeah." But I mean, it's I mean, like that's... before we read that, I don't know what did we think. Like, <laughs> like I think it gives you like I don't like yeah. I think it's like your mind adopts this new like framework, but yeah. I don't know, I, like I talked about this a lot after my retreat. I was like driving this guy back, whatever, like an hour. And we were talking a lot about how like, you can read a book about psychedelics, read about a book about meditation. And like, you're like, okay, like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. But then like, once you go through it, like words take on a whole new meaning to them. And mm -hmm. I feel like the same thing happens with like, when you learn something new or like you hear a cohesive like argument, like with Ray, you hear like, okay, this is reality. You have to like approach it. You know? rational way figure out like a rational way to go like the words like just mean so much more like if you just read one line from ray you'd be like okay this like sure it makes sense but if you read it in context of the whole book like, like oh like it's just so much you, you understand it's just so much deeper facts and then i was because i was trying to explain this to my sister i don't know there definitely is like a thing where you have to be ready for something but I don't like that language. I'm not implying like if I explain it to someone and they don't get it, they're not ready. Because I could also be explaining it poorly, like whatever. But I just don't. I guess I just don't relate to how anyone could be exposed to the message of like that book, Principles. Or if your approach is not Principles, you read something like the Chef article, Wait for Why, sure. which is basically the same message, like completely. Like how, what is the bottleneck? Like what is the bottleneck to understanding that or like to have, having it be aha? Uh -huh? Or is it just like, like, can you just not care about it? I don't know, I'm just, I've been thinking about this. I think one of the things too is like certain ideas are, can be very profound. Like one, there's a desire to want to change, right? Which I think is like a first yeah. step and probably filters out a large percent of people too. Like sometimes it's tough to like do that. Like, yeah, it's like, to embrace reality, yes, like it sounds very like straightforward, but like if you're living a delusional life and your reality is pretty brutal, like that's like a lot of shock for, for many people. And that like, makes sense to me. Like, that but I think both those, I think it's just like this filtering process. Like, okay, you have to care, then you have to like not have this like crazy dystopian like reality you're living. And then I don't know, there's probably some other things as well, but what so, do you think? So I think. So I wrote this down a little bit. I think it's the first point I wrote down, but I was like the other day, I was just 
every morning I go sit on the balcony and kind of just chill, like take in sunlight, do breathing yeah. exercises, read a little bit if I'm reading something. Like morning um, water. But but like it really like it's just like a slow morning. And the the idea popped in my head, which is what I remember blew my mind open from principles reading in 2015 was him describing like basically like his own how he arrived at the scientific method through his experience but like how like we all have convictions about everything like we have convictions about the world like how things work like the question is, is like why do i believe this like what is the method like that i took to have this conclusion or this conviction about the world sure and i remember thinking like reading that and however he phrased it and just it i mean it was literally like a yeah, like you know like, like movies with, you know like movies in the multiverse when like they'll be just going about their life and it's like someone snaps and then like sure. everything becomes like mirrors or like you sure, see sure. reality like, break, like it's glass yeah. major yeah. shit it was like whoa so to answer your question my thoughts on that i think not at least what i observe is maybe some people have not given serious thought to like feeling right and being right are actually completely different things and yep. there's almost zero correlation between the two states sure i feel like more people than not would rather feel right than you're right. like yeah. yeah you should bro that that book i just read I, i'm actually going to reread it because i think like I, I didn't absorb enough of it. Sure. Um, Elephant in the brain, like it's definitely like top tier book. Like it. it sorry if we're going on a little tangent. No, but what? It's, bro, they, that's what a podcast is. All shit is a tangent. Yeah. Um, it just like really makes you like that exact thing. Like makes you question a lot of reality. Like. This part I thought you would really like, like he was talking about school and he was like, he's like, what really is the point of school? Is the point of school to learn? That's the question that's like posed. And he's like, most people would say, right, Timur, you go to school, you study. I'm math, writing it down, sorry, that's why I'm looking at it. Um, okay, it's available, cool. Elephant in the brain? Yeah. Okay, so what is the point so, of school? What's the point of school? And most people say, you know, you go to school to learn, right? Yeah. And like you come out of school and you have this like basic knowledge, right? And he's like, is that the case at all? And he like takes a step back and like breaks down school. And he's like, he's like, you think about college, right? Like most people go through college, you study for four years, every like semester you take these tests, right? And you learn everything, this whole range. And then like after one year of college, like someone's income goes up by like 5%, second year, another 5%, third year, 5%. But then the fourth year, like it goes up 40% because that degree, whatever, like at least based on numbers, right? Mm. But he's like, you're not taking the hardest classes your fourth year. You're not like learning the most important things fourth year. So is why, why is there like that paradigm shift for getting this degree, right? And it's like, yeah, you can finish school. And like, that says something. And he's like, 
when you finish school, you don't get a, a you don't take a big test on your last four years. You just take it on the last semester, right? Yeah. So like, what is the point of school really? And like, he basically goes this whole argument and basically like that school is really just a way to like, and a lot of things in society is just a way of like ranking social like standing. And in this case, it's like through these like mental games. And basically that's yeah. cool. like the type of school you go to and like how you do is all just a way to like create a form of hierarchy uh, mm -hmm. and everything else is, is pretty bullshit. Even though there is like, and he said there's like, yes, some benefits, like you learn how to like be a member of society and all these things, but um, yeah, it, it's just like the whole book is basically talking about things we do that in reality, like we take it as this is the reason why something is, but in reality, there's like this motive biological like motive underneath which is like social hierarchy and our need to like figure that out and this is like a structured way of doing that um, mm -hmm. i don't know i just think there's a lot of good points in there there's definitely some fluff in the book but like there's a lot of points in there that i think like internalized and like really sunken in i think completely changed like the way people approach it all right but i'll read it yeah. so i have a long queue right now um but i'll read it i'm working through beginning yeah, of infinity again yeah uh, just because i mean i've been talking about it for a while but uh after watching that knowledge podcast knowledge project to podcast clip with patrick collison i like kind of did i got like into him uh and i like listened to him on tim ferris where he talks about books and reading a lot and i went to his website and he has like his he has yeah, a list of books that yeah. he's read um and he highlights like the best books and like he has three rankings like just nothing this one was pretty like this one was above average and then this is like elite mad good elite and the and he put beginning of infinity as elite to me yeah and there was like five elite books of a list of like 500 books so right. like what else did he put in there i know Naval. i don't know man um that's i mean i have the list saved i don't really remember sure. there's mad books though um i'll send it to you i mean you've seen it already but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna work through that book again, and I just think that it's gonna just take them into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for those two people to be like, this is one of the best books. And yeah, the boss said on Twitter, like, if you could tell your kids to read only one book ever, what would it be? And he said, Beginning of Infinity. So I'm like, right, all right, that's like the best. Like, Naval is also the reason I read Nassim, and you know how influential sure, Nassim sure. has been on me. So yeah, that's he graded in that thing you put, it's retweeted. He you put elf in the brain too high up there like it was like whatever in the top 20 books oh the list of books that he read yeah yeah it was one of them that, um, okay the it's on the list beginning of infinity interesting that he gave it that high i think yeah i think it's a book remember we spoke about this once i was like i was like there's certain books that like you read and then other books that you have to like read under the assumption that like i'm reading a textbook like this is fact and i think beginning of infinity is probably like text that kind of book, book where you have to just read it yeah. and be like this like this is the way things are. This isn't meant to be. Like... Mm -hmm. Dude, that's such an important point that I think, I don't know. Okay. I'm really like thinking in the context right now of there are two friends who you know of mine that are very like dear to me that I have had the, like I am failing miserably trying to convince them to like start reading books. And I'm just like, how do I get these guys to like, actually okay and to, like, 
and, and they make fun of me because I'm like always nagging at them, like, bro, you need to read this. You need to read this. And I know like that can be annoying and like people. I feel like now you're put, you're bucketed in the like yeah, whatever says about this, like whatever, like whatever. But the thing that okay, first of all, the thing we have to be tight is every single thing I've recommended to them, they always fucking love. So, but beyond that, okay. When I don't remember what got me into like think like understanding reading was important. I think it's a combination of people I admire talking about it, genuinely like reading when I was a kid and like loving it when I was a kid, and also like doing it and understanding. Okay, reading is kind of like a it's kind of like meditation where the word itself carries so much like. It What's has the word I'm looking for? Baggage. Yeah. Like such a yeah. Definition. Like it's not about reading as like a vanity thing or like an action. It's about there are like ideas that people have figured out. Like thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have figured out about how to solve, you know, problems and approach problems. How to bend reality to their yeah world. yeah and and like that's at the micro and the macro scale like whether it's like how to build a fucking teacup or like sure. how to you know make a million dollars whatever sure. you know and I remember you know listening to Tim Ferriss in college and one thing that kept coming up over and over and over again were people saying like poor Charlie's almanac was one of the best things I ever read. Like how many, how many of these people that are on in podcasts have you heard mention that book? So many, right? And I didn't buy the book back then because I was like, it's mad expensive. It's wild expensive. It's like a $70 book. I bought it, I bought it secondhand, like 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I actually just ordered one for uh, I ordered I used one also for like 30. Um but what is something that Munger said is like he said something he said like I've never met someone who's extremely successful that is not like a voracious reader. Sure. And when he lays down the logic of like going through life, one should recruit all of the big fundamental ideas from different disciplines and like just different life experiences so that sure. their mind is like, I mean, he has that famous thing where he says like, it has to be like a very dense lattice work of ideas so that sure. You just see reality as close to clearly as possible for human beings. Sure. I think if you view a person as like society, like we have these things like communication, right? And that like we have communication, right? Which allows we're speaking, which allows us to like become a network within society, right? Like we're we're now just a node in this mesh, like just as a neuron is in the brain, right? Writing allows us to be this like node in this mesh network now through time, which is infinitely larger. And like, I think if people don't like, people need to be able to realize like, okay, I'm tapping into like the collective brain, not like, yeah, just being able to tap into the collective brain. And I think like all of society can be basically be attributed to the ability to communicate and especially through time like we can stand on the shoulder of giants because we know like i don't know you know if we figured out how to build a transistor okay great then we can build like 
significantly more complicated ones and it's just through time we've like iterated so mm -hmm. yeah i don't know and i think people lose that but i'm like how unbelievable that is facts as you were saying that i thought about the famous scene for the matrix where he just downloads kung fu and there's just yeah, a yeah. madness and i'm just thinking like that's kind of what it's like i mean it's sure. it's not it's that like a super low download download speed but yeah yeah um i just think like how could you go like i was this is one book i'm reading right now um and i'm reading it and i'm just like how could someone go through life not exposed to this idea you know and the thing is it's like something like principles something like wait but why the chef is like that framework applies to every single goal like every single person because every sure. person has goals like sure. every person has goals even if it's not like i want to make a million dollars even if your goal is like i want to fucking decorate my apartment nicely so i right. feel good when i come home like whatever it is right you know yeah, I think it's one of those it's things like 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 if you view I don't know. I feel like there's like pieces of art or whatever and it's like you view it and then someone's like, Oh, this is what's happening or like there's some pattern of randomness and you find out like, oh, or like pig Latin or whatever. Like once you figure out the what it is, everything just makes sense from there. And I feel like some Facts. of these books like turn randomness of light into like threads that make sense. It's so beast. Like it's yeah. it's so crazy. Like Okay, so I want to talk about daily rituals because I recommended this book to you. This book is a 10 out of 10 for me. For you, it wasn't that. So I didn't even finish. I usually finish most books. I was just like, I. Okay, did you audiobook it or you read it? Is it like audiobook it? Bro, okay. We're going to adopt well, the whole, whole. No, no, we're going to adopt the When I recommend a book, no audiobook. And don't ask you me why. Oh, I won't read it. No. Yeah, if I recommend a book, don't audiobook that shit. Here's my issue with the book though. Like, I can see why people like it. And we spoke about this a little bit, but just like, for me, like, I didn't, one, I didn't think I could really pull from anyone's like routines and be like, oh, like this makes sense for something I should do. Two, I was like, this is so specific per person. And like, I, I just didn't find that I like cared that much, honestly. I was like, great, like you, like do ballet in the morning or whatever the hell it was like like that doesn't really like help me like i think it's interesting to an extent but i i just didn't find it like that useful and maybe i will like i'm sure if i go back to it at some point I will. okay i think the exact reason that you didn't like it that much is exactly why i love it which is that book made me feel less guilty for like wanting to pursue the kinds of like lifestyle habits and like setup that i need that i feel intuitively like i need to be at my best because sure. i don't know anyone like me personally who like wants to fucking put a chest freezer full of cold water in their apartment you know like i just and reading that book to me was like okay here are people who like either everyone knows their name because of their accomplishments or in their like fields everyone sure, knows their name sure. you know and seeing that there were honestly the only consistent thread 
I think throughout that book in all of the different profiles was that they were just consistent. Right? Sure. Actually, not even. There were some profiles that were like, yeah, like, yeah, like they were going offender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and it just it just freed me to think like because I, I, I mean two I, thoughts on that. Hold on, before you say that, you are perhaps my only friend who doesn't and this is I think one of your best qualities. Like when I tell you like, oh, I'm gonna do this instead of being like judgmental or like that's weird. And to be clear, I don't think any of the shit I do is actually that weird, but like you're the only one that'll be like, oh bet, like why do you do that? What benefit does it give you? Whereas like I have other friends if I'm like, yo. Like I do these breathing exercise, they're like, why don't you just go to the gym and just breathe hard regularly? Sure. It's not the same thing. Like sure. it's a different thing. Like, why do you go in cold water? Why don't you just take a cold shower? Oh, because it doesn't get that cold. You know, that's right. So reading that book for me was very much like, okay, like a lot of these people have been really fucking weird and they just found systems that work for them and it wasn't sure. like trying to like you don't no don't one needs to it. no one needs to be like buying your system sure. for it to be valid sure you know 100 100 so my thoughts on it like i i definitely agree like i don't know i feel like for me like i don't really like Okay, like if I wanted to like, I don't know, do a routine that's whatever, like I'm just gonna do it. I don't know. Like if I wanna like stay up till three in the morning, like doing what like I don't know, like I don't feel like out of place doing something like that. But I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. But but do you think I was gonna say? Sorry, go ahead. Was just that like with with uh these books, like one, I wonder how much of it is like correlation versus causation and two that's also like they interviewed like artists which are generally generally don't have as rigid days as say like a stock trader or someone who's like closely taught like a garbage man whatever like 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 it's self-selecting people that have like are going to have like unique schedules so that was the other thing i was thinking which is also to the point like yeah that might be a positive thing or like yeah what more people should be like but yeah those are just like quick thoughts I have. okay in response to your first point do you feel like you have like habits that you feel are like indispensable that are also not conventional and when I say conventional, I mean like among your group of friends and like people, like peers. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I don't I don't really think about it that way. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna do these things and Right. And, but and like, the reason I, I wonder is is the reason you don't think about it that way is because you maybe they're having either you just don't broadcast to people like here's what I'm doing, or it's like you just maybe because I tell you, when you tell people that you bought a like six hundred dollar chest freezer, you gutted it, you cocked it, you fill it up with cold water, sure, you bought sure. fucking ninety nine percent of people are like, bro, what's good with you? Like, why sure, do you do that? Sure. Um, and like 
I feel like that's indis like it's indispensable. Like once sure, I experience sure. this, like I can't not do this, you know? So I wonder, is it like do you have something like like that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have habits that like I do that I wouldn't say are like traditional, but like I don't think about it that way. Like, I don't know, probably like I told you most people take showers like Nah, I was gonna, I was trying to make a funny joke. I'm just in my. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like do cold showers. Like read a, a book a week. Like post like once a week, once every two weeks. Like on a blog, mm -hmm. do this once a week. Like learn a language. Like do stuff at work. I don't know. Like I think each individual one is like not maybe that interesting. Maybe it is, I I don't know. But like maybe collective. Like doing a bunch of I don't know. I I don't really know. I, I find a lot of like I find a habit like a lot of these things too to be like like a this is water thing like I don't know that's like reality and yeah I don't I, 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 maybe I don't have a special schedule I don't really know I, I don't think I can be the one to judge that because it's like yeah. this is water thing but yeah maybe I'll write out my schedule and see if people think it's weird or not or uh -huh. different I, I it's not a comment of weird or special okay this I guess okay. Maybe the reason I like the book is because, and I don't have to, we don't have to harp on this one thing, but um, there was a profile in Tools of Titans, I forget who it was, but the guy was like, I need to meditate every morning just to feel normal, you know? And that resonates with me. It's like, there's certain things that I need just to feel like normal, not even sure. like optimal, like normal. Sure. Maybe it's just like the, I don't know, it's just certain types of, types of brains are that way. Um, I mean, I think some, I did. I think I need that with certain things. Like, yeah, if I don't get enough sleep, like, I mean, I don't think there's anything special. Like, yes, yeah, meditation yeah. is like not the average person. But like, if I don't get enough yeah. sleep, or if I don't go to the gym a few times a week, like, I, I the health goes out the window. And like, yeah, like, yeah, sleep is huge, bro. Bro, sleep's like, have you you did you read the why we sleep? Yeah. I think you did. Yeah, yeah. At, such a such a game changer. Honestly. Just yeah, know, sleep is a lead. That was a long ass tangent, but basically. Yeah. What I what I the point I wanted to make is like I have two friends that I just really want to because like like it's like you know if I was getting like my hair cut at a whack place and you were going to a dumb nice place you'd be like bro just go here sure. why why is it that that's easy for us to adopt like oh yeah sure I, that makes sense but if I tell you like dude like there's this knowledge that's fundamental and when you learn it you're not going to see things you're going to see things like more clearly and the thing is like you're actually suffering like consequences of not knowing this shit sure. you know why is that hard why is it hard i think it's also effort too like it's easy to be yeah. like oh bet like and it makes it's like it's like easy like okay like barber this is about a barber great i'm gonna go there like mm -hmm. reading a potentially like life-changing book that I have to spend eight hours doing when I don't spend any amount of time like sitting down with something like that like with a book at all let alone this book like probably not going to invest you know that much mm -hmm. time and mental effort nice I don't know you could take people you could you know let take the horse to, to water can't make them drink but, nice I mean yeah I guess that's why it's the same um, do you never feel that conflict? Like, I do. I'm just like yours that you wish like you could like recommend a specific book to them. 
Yeah, I just think it's like you kind of like you have to want to help yourself first, kind of like. Thanks. And I'm all about like help. Like if anyone ever asks or like want, but like I just find the desire to make that work is often like. And there's an the Naval thing where it's like the hardest thing is not is not knowledge, but like the desire to learn. I think it's a hundred percent true. Like there's I don't know. There's just so much good information and. Nice. And people just let it go, you know, let it pass well. That is a point. Um, good tangent, though. Yeah. I, I like it. Did I hit up one of these other things? We we both read the Paul Graham oh, One Thought article. Um, let me hear your, I'll give a quick summary and then I want to hear your thoughts. Basically, Paul Graham, founder of uh, Y Combinator, he basically said that having one it's great to have it's you don't want to trouble your mind with all these like bs thoughts you want to have your top thought be like the most important thing in your life so like when you can the example gives like when you go in the shower what's the first thing you think about and the reason it's so important is like when you have default time in your mind like you're going to spend time thinking about this idea and like subconsciously also spending a lot of time thinking about it and like it gets a lot more of attention so you want to protect that at all costs basically um, yeah, and I thought very highly of it, and I thought that you know, your thoughts. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a very, I mean, I agree with it 100%. And I always find it's interesting that, like, so many, like, what he's saying basically, I believe, is like the same thing as Naval saying, like, you want to only have one big desire at a time, right? And he's approaching it from a different angle, like practically whatever your number one, like your number one priority is in your mind is going to be the one that benefits the most from your creativity and like your sort of problem solving skills, mm -hmm. because it's going to float like into the sort of substrate of your thinking, right? Sure. And I think it's 100% of a fact, but reading it also, I was like, is there a skill set for like actually controlling what you truly desire? Or is it that like kind of what Naval says is like sometimes to get to certain places, you actually really need to just get what you want so that it unlocks the next level. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking about because he also talks in the article warns make sure that that one thing is something that's productive good for you sure because i think we all experience like being drawn towards or like hyper prioritizing something that either in the moment or in retrospect we realized was like not irrelevant yeah. it just wasn't like the best thing for us to be focusing yeah. on yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a fact I think, like, yeah, I wonder if there is a way to be more intentional about it. Um, but I think, yeah, like, it's one of those things, like you said, you can just make sure you're not prioritizing, like, BS things, like, I don't know, like, little bad things that have gone on in life. And, yeah, I get, and I think the bigger, like you're saying, the bigger is just, like, 
prioritizing what to do in life is incredibly difficult um, because we have so many options. So I think that's yeah, stuff. Yeah, and the paradox of choice thing is is real. Oh, I was saying, well, oh, I was talking about uh, choosing like where to live, and I was saying it's actually like a much more stressful decision where you can work forever because like you have so many more possibilities now, and like yeah, it's just the the paradox of choice where it's like oh, yeah. I can live in these cities. Where do I live in these cities? Versus like mm -hmm. you got to live in New York and you have to live in a handful of neighborhoods. Like yeah, I think that's something that was great about blind trackers guide of life too where there was the the character who is the like elite tracker Renius, i think that guy's it. a beast beast and he and the author boyd was talking about like you know for Renius, the decision he made is the best decision and it's not necessarily like sort of Pollyannaism, like you're convincing yourself, like this is the, like, it's no, it's just more like, okay, I made the decision. This is what it is. And from the, from like any decision you make, you can identify like a first track. Again, which is what they, like the language the author uses in the book to be like, what is the best thing for me to do right. to get me towards like my goal, you know? Elite book. But like living in a city is like, you can create spreadsheets that, and I know, listener singular of this podcast will know that you know i was sweating where to live for a long time but i kind of just said fuck it like it's going to give me an experience i'm going to see how that experience makes me feel and then from that experience i'll be able to be like okay here's what i can do better here's what i don't want you know sure. i think it's one of those things like <laughs> you know people are saying like oh things happen for a reason like i don't believe that i think it's like a reason happens because of things right and like yeah I think it's like the same it's the same thing where it's like you make a decision and you can like yeah you roll roll with how things are and good things are going to come from it bad things are going to come from it but you, you know, exactly. something i've been doing a lot this week is like planning what furniture i'm going to buy and how i'm going to set up my apartment and i find like i'm oddly very hyped about it like yeah yeah i mean it's, it's cool it's like uh sims coming to life it does and like we're going to do the podcast. I mean, at either of our places, we just need to be in the same city. But like having that set up, I think is going to be a vibe. Yeah, decorating an apartment's uh, tricky. It's the sky is the limit on how much you can spend, and like, yeah, I know. it's, it's probably. I have to like curb my like sort of like desire to get the best things all at once. It's like okay. What's the most like important thing? Piece I feel like a better couch. couch. Better than a couch. Yeah. Already have a desk. I'll get a TV eventually. I don't really watch too much TV, but get TV. I mean, you took a while to get a TV. I had one, but it's like I don't know. It's got it's, it's one of those things. It's like I don't watch it either, but it's like when you need it, it's kind of nice to have. And like yeah. screens are so cheap now, but yeah, it's like no priority to get it. Um, the thing is, it's like. And I think we text about this. What I don't want to do is get something like that's like cheap just for the sake of being cheap or like inexpensive. At the like, because these these things like furniture and like home decorations, they last that long. Like, sure. Like a nice TV will last you like like a decade. I don't know, like a long time. Yeah. 
like you, a nice bed or something like you that. You got to make sure you get good movers though, otherwise you uh, <laughs> nice yes. furniture becomes slightly less furniture, slightly. So is that is it common for movers to break this period? Yep. I mean, like moving common. is just fundamentally like. I mean, especially in New York, it's just like tight spaces, like people generally throw in a car, like certain, usually the, like cheap furniture, they're not gonna like wrap an Ikea desk, I mean, maybe a little bit while they're in the hallway, but I don't know, it's, I'm like hesitant to get nice things now. Cause like, it's also like annoying to get nice things. Cause like, let's say right now I wanted to like, not live in New York. I didn't want to like store my shit. Or if I was like, I you know, I want to move to like Tokyo, right? Like I'm not gonna ship anything here. Nothing here is like or collectively worth like shipping. Like it's kind of nice to be like, okay, I can like get rid of this stuff quick and like sell it or easily like throw it away. But mm. I, I mean I guess nice for trade I could sell it too. But no, I mean I I uh, have met a few people in Miami who used to live in New York and they had their their stuff tipped down. And all of them were like it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's just like, remember I saw you the other day, I was like, the cost of something is double whatever you pay. Like with furniture and shit like that, it's probably even more just because it's like so bulky and like such a pain. Bro, it's crazy. Like with the opportunities, like you just said this, but the opportunities that remote work presents, like, yes, so much possibility. But I, I really just want, and we've talked about it before, just like my home base. Like I want my home base, the apartment or house, whatever it is, is like good enough to meet like my basic core needs. Like, and then everything can be layered on top of that. And I'm just like, that's the kind of thing that you can't, like it's more than just like, oh, I want a home base. It's like, there's a lot of logistics, like money, like sure. timing, all these things involved. And it's perpetual cost. Yeah. Facts. That's the worst part. <laughs> and also things change. Like yep. if I wanted to get a home base in Miami and say, oh, well, all my friends live in New York. Is there going to be a point where like, okay, I'm here enjoying life in Miami and I make new friends, whatever, but like I want to be in New York and now all of a sudden I'm not in my home base. You know, it's like there's right. so much, there's so many trade-offs that's just, like fundamentally hard problems, but I yeah. think it's what I think. Once again, it's like you make the decision oh, and go forward, and whatever it is, it's yeah. like make the most. Um, should we do some final questions? Little wrap up coming up on now. Yeah, you got anything good? Like um, someone asked me a really good question this week, and I was like, I had a had a ponder. I, I have a, a question that is a, a riff off of the blue check question, but if you had to make like, by the end of the year, you're gonna make a million dollars, like gun to your head, somebody love that, like whatever, like what do you think would be your fast track there? And, like, couldn't just be like, get a loan from someone, whatever it is, not really, like get a me. Like end of the calendar year, meaning like end of the calendar year. Yeah, like whatever, like six months. Six months. And also now thinking about it, like the follow up question of like why would we be doing that right now? But (laughs) 
half minus. think I would really try to codify and like write basically all these ideas I have in my head that I've learned through my own like reading and stuff and then try to use the internet to leverage my writing and like content I can create on YouTube and try to land like speaking gigs like that's I don't know how lucrative those are. Maybe a million is like someone who's done that. Be like a million, you're not making it that way. But I think like if I was gonna make fast money, that's the best idea that comes to mind. I don't know, like flipping real estate. I don't know, like that's that's what comes to mind. Because I actually think like I could do that. Not meaning that I could make money doing it, but I could. Like I would enjoy the work enough sure. to, to do it. And the, the question is like, why don't we do that? Well, because sure. there isn't a gun against my mom's head, you know? Sure, sure. For a million dollars, we can change that. <laughs> Facts. Um, um, mine would be, I'd probably pick like two coins and probably like 10 stocks or something like that. Like some combination of like, sub 20 collective amount of like assets and like study the shit out of them and just like really understand their patterns and how they move and just like trade and like maybe leverage use leverage and then or do like an e-commerce store and like just like really hustle to like make connections so like look like meet some people who like know what they're doing and then like just grind like crazy and like i'd probably start by like somehow offering like technical skills to like get put the door. That's probably my but and maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe that's a good now I'm thinking about maybe that's a good uh, approach. I, I make a mill by December or by January. You heard it here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a interesting question about thinking about that's like that Peter Thiel thing? Like, yeah, the six months. Yeah. I guess technically, if it didn't have to be like actual cash, like it'd probably be like start a company that has like, you could raise whatever, like yeah. five mil valuation, which probably wouldn't be very difficult. But um, I feel like right yeah. now it would be difficult. But, but two years ago, three years ago, maybe not. Apparently, money is flowing like crazy, like in the VC world still. But yeah, probably, the, the faucet will probably hit it. Yeah, she's wild right now. I don't know. Maybe try to make some like OD viral YouTube. Like, what if you spent like, like you went full Mr. Beast on like YouTube? But, but he said it took him like ten years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's also the thing. Like, I know we're out of time, so we can get call it a little soon. But like, if you were gonna Mr. Beast something, right now, like not drop for bills yeah. No, 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 sorry, Mr. Beast, like, become hyper-obsessed with studying no, no. and, like, mastering one skill. And it could be, like, a matter of, like, YouTube itself, it's not, like, a specific skill, right? Because it's, like, like it's, it's, it's I like, think a I meta skill, almost. Yeah, what would it be? I'd love to get, like, insanely, insanely good at negotiating. I think that'd be a fire skill. Like, I think yeah. just, like, 
mad applicable for like that honestly if you got like dirty at, at, at i think you could probably make it a million in six months like if you got really good negotiating like and you could negotiate like contracts and shit like if that was your job like i mean you eat what you kill like if, if you can negotiate an extra like 100k you get paid 50k like i don't know and just you keep doing bigger contracts like whatever like i'm sure that's something i haven't like besides the conceive article i know there's tons of good books on negotiating that like float around like, the difference yeah and then there's that cia one that's um, the one yeah. that's the that's the one like, is it mad good top tier like five top tier. like four nine five top damn i gotta write this down like i'll give it like a i'll give it like a four nine okay it's mad like i think it's one of those books you have to read it like a textbook and i think if you practice it it can be like yeah seven, never split like, the difference negotiating as it's your life depending on it uh but yeah, I think that's that could be like a huge like. I always thought that I thought that'd be a great business is like, just as those like sports agents, like career agents, and I, I think some executives have it, but like for uh, tech employees, because like if someone negotiates an extra fifty k, and you get like a ten k kickback, everyone wins. Except for the yeah, well, I want to read this. Oh, the not good. I'm getting. I'm, I, I'm getting into a phase right now where I'm like getting mad excited about mad books. You know that phase? Yeah, like, see why well, now. But then you look back and you're like, why was I so hyped about some of these books? Yeah, but I think you got to see what sticks. Like, you no, no, try I know, a bunch I of them. Never split the difference. Tell me this is place hold. All right, I'll add it to the queue. 12 weeks, you're bugging. There's yeah, a problem. A, you got to get, do you have Queens and Brooklyn card yet or no? Yeah, but I got them all. And Libby now shows you availability all the time. Maybe I'll get the Miami. They don't got that shit in Miami, but. <laughs> yeah. That's not fun. Should we wrap Whatever. this up? <laughs> all right, yeah, let's wrap Good it up. episode. Much yeah, love to everyone out there. Um, peace. Peace. Much love. No, not me. Call. Stop recording.